0: Hello and welcome to the 2019 Academy Awards Prediction Show and I am your host, Len. And Win. yes, we have decided to have a host, even though the Oscars have decided to not have a host. Mm. Mm. We, also have oh, the yeah, yeah. we also have the illustrious cast of fan critical. We have our grumpy but lovable rogue, John McCann. little applause Hello, there. John. Hello, Hello, John. there. Hello, John. Hello, John. Thank you for joining us. The ever glamorous Emma Phillips and Lucy Barron. Woo-hoo! And our very own child star in the making, it's Gareth
1: Evans. Oh. Why have you grouped the girls together? That's, that's I know. Mean. Yeah, they weird, I, I sexist, thought they might get it. angry
0: about that, but it's slightly
1: sexist. But we'll...
2: we're we equally glamorous, so it's and fine. it's tradition, right? Yeah. The yeah. girls.
0: Who's that one? So guys. We did this last year, and it was a lot of fun. And this is what we're going to do this year. We're going to go through the major categories of the uh, the 2019 Oscars and say what we liked about the nominees, as well as choosing what we think will win in each category. Okay, so this is how it's going to work. We're going to choose the winners from the following categories: number one, Best Picture; Ooh. number two, Lead Actor; number three, Lead Actress; Supporting Actor; Supporting Actress. Best director, best animated feature, and the little bonus category cinematography, because you know we do talk about how things look quite a lot, because that's our job. If someone gets the winner of the category right, they get a point. The most points win. Simple as that. And to be fair, you won last year, didn't we really? did, we did John... win last year. I'd like to mention, Cheeks. you know, I am one of the reigning champs. So and
3: the other one, and so... you're the other one. But so we only that. one year. So give us all a break. We'll
0: John... catch up. I remember John being raging last year, yeah. but that's all I He's remember. Well, because oh, I actually got more
4: right. But then you guys got like three points for the last one, which (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah. Just want to say there may be some spoilers. For the films we discuss, but we'll try to limit them as best as mm. we can and talk generally about the films. We don't want to give away too many spoilers, but there might be the odd one that sneak in and are there.
2: We'll do a spoiler warning, I'm sure.
0: Yep, you will do a lovely little spoiler. <laughs> after, we've after we've Probably said it. After we've said it. Probably after we've said it. I'm uh, going to delegate the point scoring system across to uh, Gareth in Australia because okay. he doesn't really do anything. So I'm going <laughs> to...
3: Sobriety. <laughs> Sobriety. Good
0: point. Uh, And you're the most sober one out of us all. So I'm going to delegate the points delegation to you, Gareth. You will total up the points and then tell everyone on social media who won and of course everyone who is listening you can play along with us as well do let us know your predictions you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com or get in touch with us on any of our social platforms instagram fan underscore critical twitter at fancritical and on facebook we are fan critical first up let's talk about the main category the one we all care about and that is what has been nominated for best picture so in no particular order this All these Mm. are the films that have been nominated for Best Picture. Black Panther. Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody. The Favourite. Close your eyes! Very good. Uh. Green Book. Roma. (laughs) A Star is Born. Uh. And Vice. Put a lot of weight on for this role. What I want to say, straight off the bat, when you hear that... Best picture category and the films that are nominated. One simple question for you all Is this the weakest Oscars lineup you have ever seen?
2: Nonsense. It's the <laughs> weakest I can remember. Yeah. It's yeah. weak as in it's not, they're not the kind of films that would normally nominate for Oscars. I don't think, well, there's a few Correct. exceptions that I think are actually not that great films. Uh, most of them are very entertaining to watch and enjoyable, but that is not what we've come to know and love about the best picture nominations yeah. for the Oscars. So yeah. that. I would agree it is weak compared to what we're used to for the best picture nomination.
3: There's a very specific thing that you expect from mm. a, like the best picture Oscar nominations, right? All of them are great films in their own way, but they're not what I would clarify as Oscar nominated films mm. that they are they're quite pop culture mainstream yeah there's one of two things that's going on here is either the academy is is moving towards the mainstream or they've had such a fucking poor selection of films that this is what they've chosen for the academy awards and, and for me it's not it's not an oscar worthy selection of best pictures
1: i'm going to echo what emma said hopefully slightly more concisely and efficiently um but- <laughs>
0: doesn't does sound like you mate <laughs>
3: that's not your style buddy if anything that was concise
1: role reversal today yeah. um, but it, it, the the key point is that they're not what you would normally consider Oscar worthy <clears throat> movies isn't it um, that doesn't mean that they're bad films because often often the Oscar nominees mm. are uh, r- pretentious and arty and they, they kind of yep. seem to want to fill that that spectrum but yep. instead we've got something that we've got movies that are very mainstream mm. to a large extent and um uh, which which is probably a good thing, I think. May I, I? I don't know. A lot of people are outraged, but maybe it's a good thing that it's moving more into the mainstream. What do you think?
4: You, you know that I think this is awful. Uh, to be honest, I think they should just have cancelled the Oscars this year <laughs> because
3: they've done ninety. The, fuck the, it the, off.
4: The select that is so poor that they went. Do you know what? Don't even have a host. Yeah. Like, this is. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't just go, just announce it on Twitter. Sort of, <laughs> sort of the best picture this year was, um, it's it's awful. It is awful. Um, I uh, there's not one five bloob film mm. in the entire list. Well, I like, I'm watching films. I'm um, woo woo. Easy now. Yeah. John McCann is allowed to have his opinions. Yes. Um. It's, uh, I've got to say, I watched some of these films and I just thought, awful, absolutely awful. And as I say, it annoys me because there are, there are years where I've gone, I'd love to have seen like Goodfellas or Wolf of Wall Street in another year. This is like Shakespeare in Love level of yeah. nonsense. Yeah. I mean, Black Panther Yes, John. I mean, what the fuck?
0: Let's let, How is that nominated for Best Picture? Let's segue onto Black Panther. Yeah, you're Look right. Let, let's segue straight onto Black Panther, and I think first of all, it is the most controversial selection that the Oscars have ever done. And this is a little clip from Black
1: Panther. Don't freeze. I never freeze. The revolution
2: will not be televised. Show me my respect and bow down. What happens now determines what happens to the rest of the world.
0: The revolution will be live. live, live. Okay, so Black Panther, directed by Ryan Coogler, and coming out to massive fanfare. It was an absolute global phenomenon, taking over, I think now, $2 billion worldwide. Wowzers. We really enjoyed this film. Anyone who listens to us regularly has probably heard our Black Panther podcast. Please, if you haven't, go back and listen to it. We gave it a glowing review. We didn't have many flaws with it. Yes. Uh, we had a great time with it. But this film doesn't deserve to be in the best picture category, does it? Discuss.
3: It's not a Best Picture nominated film. It's not. It, I mean, it's fantastic, but it is not an Academy Award winner.
0: I mean, if you look at it on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got it's got a pretty high score, but, yeah, it's, but it's a it's, superhero. It's though. a superhero. Film. I mean, look, there's yeah. nothing wrong with a superhero theme film being yeah, uh, look nominated. Look
2: at the Dark Knight.
0: Look at the Dark Knight. Look at Logan a couple mm. of years ago, which was a phenomenal film. Um, they were better films, in my opinion, than Black Panther. And I That's am all correct. for the Best Picture category having. Uh, like a, a film that that caters to a massive audience like in terms of a superhero film yes it of course it's going to cater to a massive audience you know but I don't think Black Panther was even the best superhero film of last year I let alone you know. in the best picture category <laughs>
3: Right then, because actually there were. I mean, Infinity War came out last year. Say it properly. Fun. Infinity War. Yes, correct. Not came Infinity out. War. Infinity War. <laughs> Infinity War. Intonation, like yeah.
2: in intone as much as I like. Infinity War came out last year.
0: Yeah. And it was fucking
3: brilliant. This is technically
2: a better film than Infinity War. No if way. If you're not a Marvel fan well, and depends. you watch the two, this would be a better made, just a better constructed film because that's we all loved Infinity War. Don't be stupid. No, that's a fair point. Um, Lucy's allowed her opinion, John. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, but you're going to be called out for it. That's hate speech. That's hate speech.
2: You watch Infinity War. We all loved it because we knew what was at stake and how well they actually told the story. But really, if you weren't a big Marvel fan and you watched it, you wouldn't be like, oh my God, this is amazing. You'd be confused as fuck. It wouldn't mean as much.
3: But that's not the Oscars.
4: I reckon Dwayne Johnson might be in with a chance of best actor in the next couple (laughs) of years. Genuinely. Like, I I think we're probably two or three years away from the Fast and the Furious legacy. Yeah. Just cleaning up at the Oscars.
1: <laughs> Shall I write down these predictions?
4: Honestly. And it'll just be like, oh yeah, finally Dwayne Johnson's won all of the awards. Director, actor, supporting actor in the same <laughs> film. The best yes. animation. Like, it's just stupid. Um Black Panther, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, and I gave it four bloobs out of five. Uh, it's a good film, you know, but there are plenty, of, like Dumb and Dumber is a good film. Yes. I love it. Yeah. I'd give that five bloobs, yeah. but I'm not turning around and going, this is a masterpiece and getting the tissues out.
3: It's not as good as and Ghostbusters And that's in 2. a
4: sad way, not, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, exactly. Ghostbusters is five bloobs. I'm yeah. not turning around and going, "Right, right, we'll give that some Oscars. Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> or Ghostbusters 2. But that's it, I'm finishing my rant. Someone else can have their opinion.
0: I just, I just feel that it's gone too far the other way now, the Oscars. Like, I know, I understand a couple of years ago they were getting a lot of, you know, stick for not having enough diversity in their selection of films, which is absolutely bang on. Absolutely correct. Like, you looked at the category uh, like three years ago and I can understand the outrage. I think this year has gone a bit too far the other way. Um, and I think something like you know, something like Black Panther being nominated and to not include a film like If Beale Street Could Talk, for me, is disgraceful. Mm. Um, I because haven't
2: seen it, but I've heard it's amazing. It's really, yes.
0: really good. And it just I just look at it and I sit there and go, well, wait a minute, if you want a bit of diverse, if, you know, if you want a diverse selection of, of, of a film, If Beale Street Could Talk is an excellent, excellent film. And I think any other year, it should easily have a chance of winning. But it's just a shame... That that film wasn't nominated, so I think they've gone too far the other way, and the Oscars ha- is, is overcompensating for something that it didn't have in previous years.
2: Do you think it's political correctness gone mad, Len?
0: I, I'm not saying it's political; it's kind of maybe. I don't want to. I don't know. It's a very hard subject to broach. I just think that they, you know, if you look at the nominations this year, I think we can clearly see that. I don't really think that six of eight of the films really deserve to be in there at all, and mm. you know. I do think there's a lot more diversity in there, but some of the diversity could could have been better films that are out there now,
1: yes. and not just gross popular movies in terms of what they grossed globally. Part of the problem is, I mean, you're you're absolutely right, Len, when you say it's a difficult subject to approach, and we're probably not the best people to talk no. about it as a as an as an issue. But what they what the problem in the past has been has been when there have been brilliant oscar worthy movies that haven't made it that and uh, that should have and perhaps that's where the diversity should have come in but instead they go right we've got to get diversity in let's put as many diverse movies in as we can let's let's <laughs> let's let's do it when but they've done it they've done it in the wrong year or they've done it with the wrong films so that it it mm-hmm. almost it almost comes across as tokenism when there are plenty of times where it should Where it should be happening, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good way of putting it.
3: She very eloquently put.
0: Speaking uh, of diverse films, and I think this film does deserve to be in the list. It's Black Klansman.
3: The KKK is planning an attack. How do you propose to make this investigation? We'll establish contact over the phone. We'll need a A white officer to play me when they meet face to face. You for the white race, Ron? Oh, hell yeah. So that becomes a combined... Ron Stallworth. Can you do that? With the right white man, we can do anything. This is Ron Stallworth calling. Who am I speaking with? This is David Duke. Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. That David Duke?
4: God. Last time I checked, what can I do you for? Well,
3: since you asked, I hate blacks. I hate Jews, Mexicans and Irish, Italians and Chinese but my mouth to God's ears, I really hate those black rats. And anyone else, really, that doesn't have pure white Aryan blood running
4: through their veins. I'm happy to be talking to a true white American. God bless white America.
0: So, directed by Spike Lee... Getting his first director nomination, which is absolutely crazy when you think didn't about it? it for this film. I think it's mad when you think about that. What were your guys' thoughts on Black Klansman? This one I felt genuinely did be- uh, belong in the Best Picture category.
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed watching it. Um, I When I watched it uh, at the end, I didn't feel, right, this has got to be nominated for an Oscar, I'll mm. be honest. Um, but I liked the energy of it. The I thought style. it told quite a specific, story that also is very resonant now i have to say the end sequence um showing real life footage from you know the marches in carolina with the what can only be described as neo-nazis and the the cars being run at people was yeah. absolutely horrific and i found it very like uh, shocking and yeah. it kind of like shocked my senses um so an important film but it had a lot of humor in it as well and some great performances so i'm i'm uh, compared to some of the other films fair it, it deserves its place. But when I first watched it, I didn't think, right, that's got to be uh, an Oscar film.
4: Can I ask you a question? So that that end part... Um, Are you going to defend think Nazis again, John? Because belo- I don't want to hear it. Yeah, he's always no, no, defending no, no, those Nazis. No, no, no. <laughs> that, was, that was... That's in our other Far Right podcast. Far Right Critical. <laughs> 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 do you think it belonged in the film?
2: I thought it tied in the subject matter of the film with what's happening today. So it wasn't just a period piece. What Spike Lee was saying is these people are back. There's someone that supports them in the White House. This is still real for a lot of people in America. So I Mm -hmm. think I understand what you mean. You're like, oh, this is a bit... What's happening? Yeah. But I think it really yeah. brought home the reality. This is not mm-hmm. just a, like a fun little quippy movie about... Romp. Yeah, it's like, nah, <laughs> this is actually... People are still affected by this kind of... Yeah. These kind of beliefs.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that's the message they were going for. I really like this film. I, I thoroughly
4: enjoyed it. Um, the only reason why I'm a little bit annoyed that Spike Lee is is nominated for uh, for Best Director is he still cannot write white characters. Like, they are all just evil scumbags, and it it just annoys me.
3: Well, Adam Driver's character was But he's he's, he's always... Well, to an extent, he was for a while, and the, the character development made him less of a scumbag... Which could be um, Spike Lee's doing, or it could just be Adam Driver's acting ability,
0: which is phenomenal. I think he's yeah, I think massively. he's I think he's, he's brilliant he in this film. He's a great actor. Yeah, Adam
4: Driver's character is not supposed to be that. Like they they make this reference to the fact that he is, he's Jewish. Yes, so he like so he's not supposed to be a white guy. Yeah. You know, he's not a part of that
0: group. I think it's. I think it's a very fair point that John that John brought up there. And and now I think about it, you're right. I mean, other than Adam Driver's character in the film, it's you know, there's there's not really many redeemable white characters. Even the captain of the police force and that lot, they're, they're quite you know, they're against a lot of the ideas that are going on. Maybe the sergeant is is, is an okay right. character, um, mm. but sort of
1: glazed over character once again, not really given much time. The the ending to me, it's like, it's too on the nose does it does it does it need to be that explicit sometimes i think movies are better when there's suggestion um and inference rather than <laughs> hey look at this and I, I don't know if i don't know if necessarily everybody needs to be shown like this is happening cuz we we know it it's in but the news we see it all does the time know it. But I, I mean, I think I think most let, let's be fair, most of the people that would I go and seen see that imagery this film this is fan political. We're here all week. Let's go. <laughs> no,
2: But I hadn't seen a lot of what was actually happening because I, I knew about the Nazis marching through um, Carolina. But I didn't know. Yeah. Neo-Nazis. Yeah. But I hadn't actually seen full footage, so that's why I was quite shocked, and, and I didn't feel like oh, yeah. so it has quite so a I guess that's yes. that's
1: that's fair enough. It is, it's like it's mm-hmm. very it's very powerful. Like I, I watched it with my fiance. That's Aww. right, that's right. Fans, I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> she was having a great time um, watching the movie and was like, oh, this is so much fun. You know, it's 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 pretty snappy and it Who says racism has to be depressing? It doesn't have to be. <laughs> and then, it's hilarious, and then. At, <laughs> At the end, when all the, that footage was on the screen, I looked over and she was in floods of tears. Yeah. Yes. And it was it was it was it was obviously Aww. very affecting yes. to have um, to have that in contrast to what we've just watched. But mm. I just I feel like the message mm. for, for me, the message got there without having to sort of throw it. At my face as well. Yeah um, I think they made pretty solid <laughs> references
0: throughout the film about you know talking about the leader of the Ku Klux Klan trying to get into the White House and then having, mm. the, there was a mm. lot of lines that were like, they'll never elect a guy exactly. like that they'll never elect a <laughs> yeah. guy like that and then obviously the situation in America now is, is very interesting as and as, as is the political landscape in a lot of Europe and also the UK for yeah. example so not judging in any way shape or form mm. but I think we've talked a lot about Black Klansmen, I think it deserves to be there I'm glad that everyone else had a good time watching it next up is a controversial entry once again Mm. for a film which had a lot of production problems it's Bohemian Rhapsody
1: I enjoyed the show I also write songs Uh, lead singer just quit then you'll need someone new I love
4: the way you move on stage the whole room belongs to you
1: don't you see what you could be? No one will play us on the radio. We need to get experimental. And lightning, very, very frightening do it again.
0: Galileo. One more. How many more Galileos do you want?
1: Roger, there's only room in this band for one hysterical queen.
0: We'll Mark these words. No one will play a queen. You're a legend, Fred. We're all legends. This film was a bit chaotic in pre production. It originally had a different director, and the lead actor, of course, attached to it was Sasha Barra Cohen. Uh, he was originally meant to play Freddie.
2: Sasha Barton C. <laughs> yeah, if you look sorry, at my notes, brilliant. it does
0: say Sasha Barton C. <laughs> <laughs> So uh Sasha Barton C was originally meant to
2: <laughs> 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 Then was Sasha Baron
0: Cohen. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Sacha Baron Cohen
3: was originally meant to play Freddie, Freddie Mercury, Mercury yeah. in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, is that what you're saying? That then? is
0: correct. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, and then he left. Mm. Uh, and then Rami, God. Rami Malek was hired, and let's be honest, he's incredible in it. Yeah. But he clashed with director Brian Singer, who actually walked off set uh, and the film the clasher, had to be it, finished by assistant directors. Uh, now brian singer is being sued uh, for multiple sexual assault cases Mm -hmm. one of which dates back from an allegation two years ago and there's some fresh claims he's been distanced from the film so obviously so much controversy surrounding the release of bohemian rhapsody i don't think the film is very i don't think it's very good i don't don't think it i don't think it really as a film is something amazing however I did come out of the film with an amazing feeling because I love Queen's music and you hear the you know, their best hits and I think Rami Malek's performance as Freddie Mercury is stunning. Best I think hit. it's really, really good. And I, I, I think he's you know, my prediction is he's gonna win the best actor. But uh um, Oh spoiler. Woo! Woo! Uh but I, I really enjoyed it, but I just
1: don't think it deserves to be in the best picture category. I think that's that's about all you can say about it really, is that it's a it's a good movie. Um, I know lots of people. Lots of people don't like it because of the the way that they messed around with the timeline and and everything. But but that's because they wanted to <clears throat> they wanted to end with Live Aid. So to do that, they had to mix up a few a few things in terms of their chronology ch- chronology. And that's that's that's. I mean, some people are bothered by that. I'm not. Um, and it was a good film with a really good acting performance. But that's probably about it. Isn't it? I, I don't know what makes this Oscar worthy.
3: I've got to be honest. So I'm, I'm a massive Queen fan and uh, I, my mum spent...
4: <laughs> massive Queen. <laughs> be more honest.
3: No, but in all seriousness, so I grew up with Queen and the musical catalogue is basically a, the story of my life. Like when I used to live down south, we'd, we'd drive down listening <laughs> to... It's not about you. <laughs> it's so like <laughs> Green
2: Book all over again. <laughs> Live yeah. down south guys have you got 3 hours we're still in the south
3: for fuck's sake <laughs> I can't deal with this that was yeah. a real like you know human thing Go i on, told continue. you all. Sorry, it's just anyway living down south my, so there are things about this film that i really dislike and some of that is the chronology Gaz, you're, you're not you're not wrong some of it is the um, straightening up mm. and i'm not a big fan of that however as a film it's not that in straight. the whole I actually think that they, for the masses, did a beautiful job of putting Freddie back in the eye of the public. And that last set of scenes for the the Live Aid concert, it broke my heart. However, I agree that in most cases or most senses, it is not necessarily an Oscar film.
4: Because you've sort of covered most of it, I feel a little bit under pressure. So, oh uh, what do you think okay. No no it's fine. i am sure I'm sure I'll find uh a kind of magic um <laughs> I'll come on oh, to, so you to support no. me. you supposed listening? to be my best friend. Oh Especially uh, my best friend. Um I'll I just need to find uh ah, no, another one bites dust. Anyway, <laughs> um
1: I really enjoyed it. Come on, mate, we, we don't wanna we're not want we are not going to live forever. <laughs>
0: All right, let's stop this
4: madness. We've all seen the film. Oh, I thought you were going to do one there, Len, but instead you went, "Don't stop this madness." <laughs> <Isn't> <laughs> That's that a, a real missed that... opportunity, there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop this madness. Um, no, look, I, uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was um, an enjoyable romp uh, <laughs> with an absolutely outstanding uh, performance from uh, from the Malik. That's what we're going to be calling him from now on. Um, and as I, as I, as I said when I came out of of the cinema, came uh, out. of the moving picture house, <laughs> I, I, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, uh, I was just going to say "fat bottom girls," but I feel that that would just be a, a ruthless insult. That's um, nice, true. He doesn't to, love a fat bottom girl. Yeah. Good film, great performance, and I did say as soon as I watched it that he should win uh the best actor at the oscars um and now he's gone from a 10 to 1 outsider to bang on favorite to win in like a month and a half after your, so so i'm devastated so i'm yeah after my my tweet i sent a tweet to uh to the oscars sent a tweet to the oscars and uh and here we are so i'm gutted i didn't bet on it um It's not going to win any other awards apart from best actor.
2: I thought his performance was very good, maybe slightly caricatured, and some of the editing was horrific. But it gave you the spirit of Queen, and I agree with Emma. The last sequence with Live Aid, beautiful, right? Was it showed how exceptional a frontman and person he really was. Yeah, a bit of a cry,
0: and he is a legend. Now let's move on to Green Book.
3: Yeah. Some guy called over here, a doctor. He's looking for a driver. You interested?
0: I am not a medical doctor. I'm a musician. I'm about to embark on a concert tour in the Deep South. What other experience do you have? Public relations. Do you foresee any issues in working for a black man? You and the Deep South? There's going to be problems. Promise me you're
4: going to write me a letter.
0: The premise. The distance between us is breaking my spirit. Falling in love with you was the easiest thing I have ever done. P.S. Yes, Kiss the Kids? That's like clinging a cowbell at the end of Shostakovich's Seven. That's good. It's perfect, Tony. Hey! Come on, get
4: out now!
0: Yeah. never win with violence. You only win when you maintain your dignity.
4: You don't know your own people. You, Mr. Big Shot, doing concerts for rich people. So if I'm not black enough, and if I'm not white enough, then tell me, Tony, what am I?
0: So this has got two of my favourite actors in it. It's got Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen. Both are superb in it. Uh, but there is some contron- controversy with uh, this film. Okay, so do you guys know about the controversy with this film?
3: Yes, no.
0: Basically, uh, there's a lot of things going on. Another director problem. He's apologised for his past sexual misconduct. And the producer oh, and co-writer Nick Valalonga, who is obviously related to the main character in the film, Baby has also been accused of Islamophobia. There's been lots of things going on. But I think thematically, <laughs> uh, the major problem is apparently this film is a total lie when it's, you know, that the story is actually completely fictionalised by the Valalonga you know, author, not the Vallelonga character, Um, the Dr. Shirley family flatly denied that a lot of the incidents that happened in this film did happen at all, and about their friendship as well. So it's an extremely interesting thing that's happened. However, do you think that matters? Do you think that matters when this story about, you know, sort of another racial-based film, in you know, going through deep South America with this very (laughs) talented musician? Racial. Do you think it matters that it's a fictionalized story but it is kind of based on those true events, right?
4: Who gives a fuck? Yes. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not turning around and going, "Oh, but you know, Jurassic Park did it happen." No. It happen. <laughs> I fucking loved it. You
3: definitely did.
0: Give that an Oscar. So, I I agree. Yes, like, there's correct. there's a,
1: there seems to there seems to be this big thing at the moment, doesn't there? Like people are just desperate for for movies to be based on a true story, but you know, since Ghostbusters Two, we haven't had <laughs> quality. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. No, like you just just watch Green Book and and forget that it's sort of <laughs> supposed to be based on on anything, and it's and it's a really enjoyable film. I I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was great. I loved the music in it. Um, I was I was able to like just enjoy it for what it was and um for for me it was it I was thinking about this. I was like I, I might even think of this as a five blueberry film for me personally. I just really enjoyed mm. watching it. But yeah. again, I, as I was watching it, I was thinking this just doesn't feel Oscar worthy either. It had it had moments that were so like it was just hitting you over the head. Like I, I mm. this. I don't think this is a spoiler, but there's a moment when they're in the he the dies. car breaks down. <laughs> there's a moment when the car <laughs> breaks down and they stop outside a field, and it's the field is full of yeah. poverty-stricken black people working yeah. in the field, and and then our main character, who happens to be a wealthy black man, is standing there in his blazer, and they're all looking at each other like, and. It, it's just it's it's so yes that moment is so contrived and there are there are bits like that throughout mm. that for me personally didn't bother me it didn't it didn't ruin the film or anything I think but I thought this just doesn't feel it doesn't feel Oscar.
2: I agree with you, Gaz. I think it is fairly formulaic. With regard to the controversy, I can understand why Don Shirley's family would be like. He wasn't a nice guy. The Vallelonga, he was still a bit of a racist. However, do you, do you really want to see a film about that? Just a man being horrible all the time and them not being friends? I found it quite um, yes. a moving film and I thought the performances, that's what lifted it above um, The Ordinary. Like I love Mahershala Ali. I think he's yeah. amazing. And I thought the dignity that he portrayed, quite a different role for him was amazing. Vigo, was I thought he was so good. I thought his accent, I think he nailed it and he really inhabited... The character and it was just so spot on and it could have been really caricatured being like this italian american from new york um yeah tough guy but i honestly i thought wow he's really really nailing this and he's that in elevated phenomenal.
0: it he's for not pheno- he is phenomenal in this film i mean just we all love lord of the rings here and every time i looked at him i'm going you that? were aragorn i know you were an aragorn man look <laughs> at Never you now you are, you are awesome <laughs> amazing yeah. I am um, Amazing
3: So for me I've seen 7 out of 8 Of these films And um, I'm going to Throw it out there now This should win Best picture All about this, you For me mm. This should win Best picture Ooh. And you know, hear me out Liz. Wait till the end Hear me out um, I understand The uh, the merits Of a lot of the other Films in this category but, but for me Out of the 7 Of the 8 That I've watched This is one That hit me the most This is the one that gave me, I I connected with the characters, I thought the acting was fucking superb, I thought the the, 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 the stage setting was spectacular, it was just really fucking beautiful and it it hit the marks on kind of important important issues and themes like deep south fucking racism, homophobia, music, like even the the whole (laughs) point, the big three, (laughs) the big three, the big three um, Foods, champagne, no, I, but but like all joking aside, I, I thought it was out of all of them the one that that really blew me away. Hmm.
0: It's one of the ones I enjoyed the most out out, <laughs> out, out out in this category. I don't think necessarily it's the best in this category, but I do think I, it, do. I do think it's extremely good. The acting alone deserves the nominations that it yes. does get, and we'll talk about those later on. And I want to move on to another film now, which is the favorite,
3: dearest queen. You are mad, giving me a palace. It is a monstrous extravagance, Mrs. Morley. We are at war. We won. Oh, it is not over. We must continue.
2: Oh. Oh, I did not know that. The queen is an extraordinary person.
3: They were all staring, weren't they? I can tell even if I can't see, and I heard the word fat. Fat
2: and and ugly. No one but me would dare, and I did not. She's been stalked by tragedy.
3: Everyone leaves me. He dies. I hoped I might be
2: employed here by you as something. A monster for the children to play with, perhaps.
0: It is important to make new friends in court, is it not?
2: You're
3: so beautiful. Stop it. You mock me.
2: If I were a man, I would ravish you. You have become close to Abigail. She is a viper. You're jealous. You must send Abigail away. I do not want to. Let's shoot something.
0: The favourite. Heard good things. It came out of nowhere, literally. And everyone said that this is an amazing Mm. film. But when I sat down to watch it, I was really not looking forward to watching this film. I'm not the biggest fan of of period Mm. drama type shows like Downton Abbey. It bloody surprised me. I have to say, this is my favourite. I did genuinely love it. Really
4: good British style humor film loved it um and to be honest uh there is a part of me that that thinks if the first hour of the film was as good as the second hour of the film yes i think this might have been my favorite to be honest yeah um it isn't uh the green book is is my favorite but i um i was i, I was pleasantly surprised uh emma stone is really good as well yeah Mm -hmm,
2: very good they were
0: they were all excellent they were all excellent
2: this is my favorite out of all the films that we watched for the oscars um out of the best picture films but the performances were amazing cinematography some of the shots like Mm. the disorientated feel um and some of like the fisheye lenses that we used was amazing um i loved i just loved everything about it performances the shots the costumes it was funny. It was quite sad at times. And it just showed like a rarely seen chapter in British history. Rachel Weiss in her hunting jackets. Yeah, pretty rad. I want to be Rachel Weiss.
0: Yeah, good yeah. out. Very strong outfits. Yeah. I, I just think it was... It was it was dark humor. I think Olivia Coleman, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weisz. Either one of those could have been nominated for best actress in this film. No, I, Olivia. I, I think no. Yeah. I think it's, it's split evenly three ways. So I think that's going to be very interesting in the actual awards oh, who wins what award because Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are going against each other in the mm. supporting actress category, and Olivia Coleman is in the best actress category. And let's be honest. We all support her and we'll come on to her later because, you know, she's British and some of the things that she started out acting in are Mm. hilarious. So (laughs) it's amazing that where she is, where she is. So let's just support her as much as we can. I think it's time to discuss one that's going to be extremely controversial in this room. It's Roma. Directed by Alfonso Cuaron, uh, one of the great directors. This slow, methodical film takes a while to get going. But I have to say, the last 30 to 40 minutes had me. They had me. And I think it's a beautiful, beautiful film that is very slow, ponderous. But sometimes some films are okay to be slow and ponderous. And it's showing or shedding light on sort of an ethnic group and a, a profession and lots of things in a time that I didn't know much about. So I, I was fascinated by it. John, what are your thoughts? It's
4: fucking slow, isn't it? It is slow. It's mate. really slow. It's it's too slow. It's too slow. Um, that first 10 minutes is so dull. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Like, it's so pretentious. Like that beginning of just the water on the floor yeah during the credits <laughs> yeah now I don't, I don't mind a slow beginning to kind of set the scene but I'm more of a you know raging bull where you've got De Niro in the ring just sort, sort of bouncing in slow motion nothing's happening it's black and white beautiful music to set the scene and then you've got this where it's just a bit of water on the floor in <laughs> <and you're actually laughs> a plane and it's just like I was like come on hurry up and then and then in the next five minutes, you've just got a cleaner just walking around a house. And you've got the little dog, Boras, or whatever his name is. And I'm like, all right, well, at least there's a dog in this bit. And I'm like, oh, that dog's all right, isn't it? I'll text Michelle and go, yeah, well, a bit slow, but there's a dog so far. That <laughs> is too slow. Now, I, if we, you mentioned the word, you know, beautiful, and I guess some of the shots and the scenes later on, um, I I can see why um, Al, Alfonso, is going to win Best Director, and he definitely will. Um, But it should never, ever be winning Best Picture. Like, you can't have a film so slow that 70% of it is pointless. Come on now. And, you know, spoiler warning, some guy going mental with a pole in a shower... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, with his cock hanging out, uh, honestly, I was so uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable, <laughs> oh, and God. but it just it verges on. You go, all right, yeah. So th- that's beautifully shot, and and I looked at that and I thought, you know what, the framing of that and it's in one take. That's good, but I just couldn't stop staring at his bouncy willy. I'm like. <laughs> This doesn't feel like best picture.
0: I was on a plane watching it and the guy behind me was like looking at my screen and I did not I saw him looking at my screen before that scene came on and that scene came on I was holding the screen up like where the airplane television screen is and that came on and I have never moved a screen faster than when I was like yes. 15 years old. Honestly, it was straight <laughs> under the blanket.
3: <laughs>
1: Why did you do that? Isn't it worse, man? Uh, oh, God. that God. is worse. Straight under the blanket. So my thoughts on this film. Um, I'll, I'll tell you how I watched it. I I've tried to watch it um, again with my fiance. That's right, I have one. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and 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 uh. I I thought because I, I I didn't know whether this would be my sort of film. I thought well at least maybe she'll enjoy it. We got mm. five minutes into it, like about five minutes into it, and. Um, At first, I hadn't managed to get the subtitles working properly. So we were like, oh, God, we can't get the subtitles working. Let's just call it a night. We won't watch this. We'll watch something else. And then I did get the subtitles. Well, then then we did get the subtitles working. And we went, should we still watch something else? Like, it was... (laughs) the first, the first five ten minutes was so dull. It was unbelievable. It was like <clears> trying <throat> to cycle up a massive hill, and you haven't gone into it with enough speed. And we've just gone out. Oh, do you know what? Let's go back. We're not, we're not doing this right now. <laughs> so I had to, I had to try and take on the hill on my own later, a few days later. And I thought to myself, Do you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna watch this and imagine it's being like being in an art gallery. And when I did that. Genuinely, this this I, I've I've never done I've never approached a film in this way before. But every single second of that film, you could have just paused it and had a beautiful screenshot, and it could be the sort of thing that people will just have hanging up in their houses. Like it, it is so <laughs> the, it is so beautifully framed the whole thing. But the whole thing is every second of it looks looks like a, an art piece. And so I I was really, I actually, I really got into it through that kind of side door entry almost. And what happened was I was, I was kind of three quarters of the way through it. And I thought I've, I've actually kind of enjoyed watching a film this way. It's, it's totally different. And, and I've enjoyed that. The stories bored me to tears, but I've enjoyed doing mm-hmm. that. But then the, the, the last quarter of the movie, I didn't, I didn't know that this was happening, but like, I suddenly found myself welling up. And I was like, oh my God, it's actually had an emotional impact on me Mm, as well. And I actually really care about this character. And I think in the end, end, at the end of it all, I went, bloody hell. I think I actually really, really enjoyed that movie. Despite me thinking all the way through, this is really boring. And I have to pretend that I'm in an art gallery. Um, So I think that's probably the sign of an incredibly well-crafted piece of Art. Yes, I think I completely agree with you, Gareth.
3: Um, Gareth, do you know what? Actually, uh, you're not far off when I describe it uh, in a slightly different and uh, different way. So I watched this movie it won't in two be parts. As good, will it? I watched the first hour and you all sat there in the WhatsApp me going, Roma, it's not my bag. Then I watched the second hour on Monday. Uh, as len turned up to record our walking dead podcast and i opened the door to len in floods of fucking tears because mm. the no, last quite. 50 minutes of that film were fucking beautiful and this was kind of my point earlier making the two two and a half hours of a film can sometimes be a bit much but actually i now and please don't hate me for this i now understand why it's won so many awards because if you're in the right frame of mind and you are watching it in the right uh, scenario, the second hour of the film is
2: fucking stunning.
0: It's very affecting.
2: I really loved the way it was shot. Um, I made a conscious decision to put my phone away and just watch it. And I'm quite bad with films. I will just screw my phone out, go on Twitter, see what's happening. Because obviously it's subtitles, you can't really do that. And I I wasn't on my own when I watched it, but I watched it on my own, like no one else was paying attention and I allowed myself to kind of get drawn into it and I, I thought it was beautiful that some of the shots like John you said you hated the opening shot but the way that the uh, the window was framed on the floor and you could see the plane going over yeah, that and then was stunning. that motif was repeated throughout the film and I really thought ended, it was and gorgeous and it
0: did bookend extremely well and yeah. the yeah.
2: performance was beautiful and it, I was the same Gaz. like I didn't there's a very horrible scene which mm. is very emotional but I didn't cry but by the end towards the end there's another scene which is not quite as bad on the the beach on the beach that's when i was like oh and i literally there was a moment i was like i was almost praying like please let what i think's gonna happen not happen and then i realized like you guys i was really involved in it and i thought it was beautiful and i agree with emma that i i can see why it's won these awards and it probably will win best picture it's not Mm. my favorite but i don't but you can blame it why, right. That's an Oscar film. That
0: really? is an Oscar film. I, I think you look at the you look at a yeah. film like Roma and I understand its nomination. I say that is an Oscar film. That mm. is a film where you can look at it as a piece of art, like you said, Gareth, and go, you know what?
1: Fucking it's beautiful.
0: abstract at times, it's slow, it's plodding, but emotionally it hooks you in without even realising it. And it is a beautiful, beautiful film.
4: Uh, can I just say, yeah, I mean it's art, but it's modern art, isn't it? So it's like a sandwich with that's, that someone's taken half a bite out of and then you get like a room of people that are like what the fuck's this and then you get half the other room that are like oh no yeah i really understand and so i'll oh, go away <laughs> so which i just, just away? I, I know
1: i know i know what i'm getting john for christmas i'm gonna get him a little framed screenshot of the little fella with his little Johnny half a sandwich yes. and, just send and, him a half-eaten yeah. sandwich and a half-eaten sandwich mm-hmm. oh, and that <laughs> box. I think Roma,
0: I knew it would be controversial in this podcast, but I think overall it did affect us all in different ways, which I think is actually an amazing testament to the film itself. That's art. That is kind of art in a way. Now let's move on to a very, very popular film, one that, you know, is, was also a global phenomenon. It's A Star is Born. Can I ask you a personal question? Okay. Tell me something, girl. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why?
1: I just don't feel comfortable.
0: Why wouldn't you feel comfortable?
1: Almost every single person has told me they liked the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I look.
0: I think you're beautiful. I'll fall in hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. In all the
3: good times I find myself for change. Here's what we're gonna do.
0: Come sing that song that
1: I love. No, I can't do that. Here, no. come, here
3: we go. not <laughs> funny.
0: A lot of hype for this one. Directed by Bradley Cooper and starring himself and Lady Gaga. Everyone seems to love it. What are your guys' thoughts? Lucy, I know you feel very strongly about this film. Yeah, I
2: loved it. Um, I saw it in the cinema and I think in a weird way it has a synergy with how a lot of people watch Bohemian Rhapsody. So they came out and they didn't think that was a brilliant film, but they were very moved and affected by it. Um, I love the music. I love the acting. I thought Bradley Cooper's performance and direction was really good. I thought Lady Gaga was a real surprise at how well she played the role. Um, It was a real crowd pleaser, but it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And yeah, I absolutely loved it.
0: I mean, it's a beautiful film. I mean, it really is in terms of the acting and just the cinematography, which we'll come on to later when we talk about that category. I, I was surprised at the just how artistic the film was. I was expecting something a lot more sort of, you know, slapped together, mass produced. And it felt to me a lot more like an indie film mm. that had erupted onto the sort of mm. global stage. Yeah, I really liked it. I,
4: I must say. I thought I was, um, no, but, you know, you, you look at it and you just think, oh, fuck off. Um, and, you, I mean, you hear very emotive people go, oh, I was in floods of tears, and you're like, "Yeah," and you go, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you don't cry about fucking war epics, you know, that are real, but, oh, something's gonna happen to someone, you know, um but off <laughs> that negative rant um <laughs> i really enjoyed it and um uh, i kind of feel a little bit sorry for for bradley cooper in that uh he's definitely not going to win best actor yeah. but mm. i think it's another one of those where mate another year mm. he's got a fucking really good chance of winning but yeah he um yeah. he's he's his mm. performance is way better than christian bale's Correct. in my opinion um But uh, he's not won anywhere near as many awards as Bale. So it's like, well, which I I can't really understand. Um, But I enjoyed it. Uh, There is a massive negative for me. Um, And I have, you know, clued some people into this. Um, Lady Gaga's performance is really good. You know, I like it. The writing of her character Mm. is abysmal. It doesn't make any sense, mm. you know. She's she's introduced as this like hard nosed, ah, um, oh, you know, I'm not not up for that commercial yeah. shit, yes, sort of character, yes. Um, and then as soon as she can sell out, she does, and become like this abysmal pop star. She doesn't even hesitate. No, she doesn't. Andy Millman. Mental.
0: Andy, I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna piggyback on that, John, just for a second, because it's one of my biggest problems with the film in general. I think the performances are excellent. As I said, it's beautifully done, but I think the messaging is all over the place. I, I I don't know what this film is trying to tell me. Is it trying to? Is it trying to tell the story of how Lady Gaga sells out, and that's just it? It just sort of has that idea, sort of two thirds of the way through the film, and then gives up on it completely.
2: It seems to Mm, me like I agree actually with what you're both saying in that the view of her performances once she becomes famous is very negative and it's very negative on pop music. But I wasn't sure when you said about her not wanting to sell out. There's I don't know where you got that from. I'm not saying you're not right, but I don't remember I remember her saying that when she has tried to make it. They've said about her nose being too big and that. But there wasn't anything that I kind of. <laughs> no, but that's yeah. literally part of the film. That no, is. Um, is. I didn't see anything where she was like, "I would never do Word that. that." She kind of takes the chance, and it's him that's judging her for there, doing so, which I agree is there mixed message. So- there is
0: a line where her manager goes to her. What do you do about the dancers? You need to have the dancers in there, and then he also says, "You've got to change the color of your hair," and she says, "I don't want to do that." And then two minutes later, she's done it all, and they so never revisit it again.
2: But she's already sold out by that point because she's mm. signed it up with him.
0: Well, no, because she was... But she does actively- get rid of the dance no, really. We're not going to get into that. But I, I mean, was just
2: wondering where you got that from.
0: I just th- I just think the messaging's all over the place. Gaz, any thoughts on this film before we move on to the
1: final selection for Best Picture? I just think it's interesting because I think you've all covered pretty much what I think as well. Good film. Um, but it's interesting how initially the the buzz for it was insane. <clears throat> it was overwhelmingly positive. But there's has been quite a backlash since um a lot of people now are saying this is a load of shit which is is wrong but um (laughs) yeah it's very wrong it's just but but it's interesting how you know coming into the the lead up of the oscars it's just had the the a total the the imdb rating for example has absolutely plummeted yeah uh, for this film which Mm. they often do but yeah um a lot of negativity about it at the moment, so it's <laughs> so it's good. It's good to <laughs> remind ourselves that it it was a really good film, yeah. really enjoyable film. Never going to win best picture.
0: And no. John, just before we leave this film, I, one word on the weasel manager character.
4: Oh my word! I mean, what's he doing in this? What
0: is he doing well, in this?
4: There is something very very dodgy about his casting. Yeah. Um. If you if you look at the history. Uh, of his acting on IMDb and I, and I did because immediately I was like who the fuck's this guy um, he shouldn't be anywhere near a film like this so it makes me think he must be related to Bradley Cooper or he must be fucking Bradley Cooper <laughs> but there is there's, there's something going on there I, I'm willing to bet a lot of money on it finally it's Vice
2: what do you say I want you to be my VP. I want you. You're my vice. Well, George, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i the CEO of a large company. And I have been Secretary of Defense.
0: And I have been White House Chief of Staff. The vice presidency is a mostly symbolic job. Uh-huh. However, if we came to a uh, different
2: understanding i can handle the more mundane
0: jobs overseeing bureaucracy military energy and uh, foreign policy
3: yeah right i
0: like that i actually haven't seen vice so this is the one i haven't seen everyone take it away who has i believe john and emma and lucy have
3: i watched this with john and I wasn't really enjoying it until I asked a lot of questions. John explained American politics to me. And I was like, oh, no, actually, this turns out to be quite good. And it was <laughs> only when Sam Rockwell turned up as uh, George Bush. And it nailed it for me. Um, I, I, I think this is probably more of an Oscars film than most of the others that I've watched. Uh, I don't think it will or should win Best Picture. But I think Christian Bell could be in the running for lead actor. Luce, what do you think?
2: Um, didn't enjoy it. Thought it was smug. Um self congratulating when it did the whole thing that they did with the big short directed by Adam McKay, same director where they get actors or like characters to explain things. Like when, um, Alfred Molina as a randomly, as a waiter starts explaining waterboarding, all the different options. I didn't enjoy that. I found it quite just, as I said, smug. Um, Christian Bale is good, but Christian Bale is always good. He basically just put loads of weight on. He, I think John, I think you've mentioned that you, you worry that he might worry, but you think he might win, um, the best actor Oscar. And I I (laughs) think you might be right. Um it wasn't it wasn't for me. I I don't think it has a place on this list. At least something like Bohemian Rhapsody is enjoyable. I didn't enjoy this at all.
4: Long story short, I was so disappointed in this film. Um it's not quite on the level of that absolute piffle that was the post last year. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But 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 this is like this is like a two bloobs. It's it's dull uh, it thinks it's better than it is. Um, I'm uh, speechless that Bale has got nominated for Best Actor um, just because he's put a little bit of weighty on. We all do um, that over past It days. doesn't belong on the Best... I know, right? Uh, where's my award? Um, quite frankly, uh, it's, it's shit. Um, so let's move on.
0: Well, guys, that's the end of the Best Picture nominations. Now let's go around the room and say what we think is going to win Best Picture. My vote, I think Roma is going to win best picture. Emma?
3: Uh, Green Book for me.
0: Gaz? Uh, I'm going Roma. John? Uh, Unfortunately, it's going to be Roma. And Lucy?
2: Roma, but I'd like it to be the favourite.
0: Okay, guys, a fun category now. One of the category that has been controversial before because certain animated films should have been maybe put into the Best Picture category. No one knows. People think that if something like Black Panther can get nominated, then how come some of the most famous animated films from the past, say, five mm. to ten years shouldn't be in the same category? Fair. The list of nominations are as follows. Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai... Ralph Breaks the Internet, which is, you know, Wreck-It Ralph 2, and Spider-Man Into the <laughs> Spider-Verse. Me and Gareth have seen pretty much all of these films, and I think a few of you have seen some of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to run down personally nah. what I believe is the best of the blot. And, uh, you know, I think for me, me and Gareth watched it together, and we have a podcast out on it, which is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And that was a phenomenal animated film that really did capture... The spirit of Spider Man and brought Spider
1: Man into a, a sort of new age for the character, right? Cass? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was it was late on in the year, and you always feel funny saying this about a film that comes so late, but this was possibly my film of the year last year. Yeah, uh, out out of all Ooh. films, I yeah. loved it. Absolutely brilliant movie. Fair. Absolutely brilliant podcast. Um, so listen to very that. good podcast. Very um, good film. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's just animation, um. And done in a way that means that it takes advantage of the fact that it's animation, yeah. Um, With the the style of it, it's it's just kind of adding something to the art form in a way, yeah. Um, As well as just being like charming and wonderful and funny. It is ext- Loved it. It's extremely charming. Another charming
0: one: Isle of Dogs by Wes Anderson. Two of our favourite categories, dogs and Japan, merged mm. together. What a
1: beautiful, <laughs> beautiful
0: combination!
1: Isle of Dogs was actually um, my one of my one of my mentions from uh, uh, last year's what we're looking forward to in 2018. Yeah, Ops and fears. Um, it was, yeah, yeah, and uh, so I rushed out to the cinema to see it. And again loved it and another it's a charming charming movie um for me this is this would have been my favorite if it wasn't for the the late entry of spider-man um and a, a, a great a great film another another beautifully animated movie as well mm. um and obviously that's not enough just to be well animated it does need to be a a good story and this this certainly is and yeah I love that quirky <laughs> Japanese Japanese vibe as well love that
2: yeah, really enjoyed Isle of Dogs, um, as stylish as all Wes Anderson films are, yeah. um, great voice work again, and Yay. I mean, I haven't, to be honest, I watched the first 15 minutes of Incredibles 2 and had to leave the cinema, won't explain why, no anecdotes from me, I haven't seen any of the other ones, <laughs> but I've heard so such bitter. good things about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, I imagine that that will win
0: yeah I think it's got I think it's got a very strong shout I mean Mirai is the Japanese entry here and that is a very very beautifully animated film a tale of growing up a tale of like a family it's a very sort of what you would expect from that sort (laughs) of animated feature from Japan sort of you know Ghibli-esque but just just off Ghibli. It's not as crazy as a Ghibli film could be. Um, it's beautiful, but I don't think it's got enough to knock Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse off. So I'm going to go around the room and say what everyone thinks is going to win Best Animated Feature. I'm going for Spider-Man. Mm. Emma?
3: Well, I thought you just said Gimli instead of Ghibli, but I'm <laughs> going to go for uh,
2: Isle of Dogs.
4: Gaz? Uh, I'm going Spidey. John? It's going to be Spider-Man, isn't it?
2: Yeah, Full House. Well, not Full House because you said Isle of Dogs, Emma, but yes, yeah, Spider-Man
0: lovely stuff so unfortunately because gareth is um, thousands and thousands of miles away he has to leave us to go teach people believe it or not which is madness um so thanks for joining us gaz we're going to run through the rest of the categories we've got your answers so thanks for joining
1: us don't copy my answers bye mate
3: bye guys
1: all right see you guys bye-bye bye
0: Let's move on to who we think is going to win lead actor or lead actress. Okay, the nominated people for best actor are Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. John, kicking it off with you. Who is going to win best actor and why, my friend?
4: It's going to be it's going to be Rami Malek. Um, if uh, if his performance wasn't what it was. Then Bohemian Rhapsody would have absolutely nothing to do with the Oscars yes. this year. Um, it's it's an excellent performance, uh, irrespective of any criticisms that the film has about kind of timelines or whatever. Um, he is excellent, yeah. And I know there's a, a few issues with uh, some people saying he he straightened him up or whatever, but look fucking hell like queen were involved in production and they thought he was absolutely amazing. So yeah, that's true. I think um I think uh, uh, genuinely think it's it's a fucking travesty if he doesn't win uh, best actor I've got to say.
0: I, I yeah, I I do think he had a, an amazing performance. I think it's a shame in a way that Bradley Cooper might not win it this year as mm. we were alluding to earlier because his his performance in a star is born is very touching and just the the gravelly nature of his voice his sullen attitude during that film it it really got yeah. to me actually and i loved i loved mm. his performance in that film
2: yeah i completely agree yeah. i mean if i we, agree if we were doing who we want to win i would want bradley cooper but i agree with john in that rami malek it's such a i think almost because the film is so bad really he lifts it so much that you cannot not be entertained by it. And that's quite a feat to elevate dross into something that's now nominated to be Best Picture. So it will probably be <laughs> Rami Malek. I mean, I mean, in a way, you're not wrong, Loose. And I think, if anything,
3: out of this entire series of five actors, that they, they were all fantastic in their own ways. And I've not seen two of the films, I've seen three out of five. But let's face it, Rami Malek makes Bohemian Rhapsody. A fucking winner, yeah. Um, and if he, if he doesn't he win does. best actor, I would rather Vigo win it. And it's such an but interesting journey
0: from for, for Rami because I mean, I watched Mr. Robot, which I think is a is an excellent television show. The second season wobbles a bit, but the first and third season is excellent, and he plays such a different character in that show. I always knew he was a good actor, but I always was like, oh, is he just good at playing this one role? Then to see him in something like this and to see the range that this guy can do, he That's is is that. If you just watch him from Mr. Robot to this, it is such, such a change. And I know it's acting, but I just didn't know he had it in him. And it, honestly, brilliant. Is that brilliant a full house, Len? Mm, I think. Yeah. Is that
3: I, Rami full house? Yeah.
0: I'm going best actor Rami Malik. Emma.
3: Rami Malik.
0: John. Rami Malik. And Lucy. Rami Malek. Gas. Gaz. Rami Malek. <laughs> it's all about Rami Malek. Yeah, all coming up horses. Okay, right. Best actresses. The best actress category. And I think this is going to be extremely interesting.
1: Mm.
0: We have Yaltiza Aparicio for Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Now, I have to be honest, I've only seen three of the five films here. Mm-hmm and i think this category is going to be a lot tighter and very much you know more unpredictable than the best actor category i'm going to kick it off with you Luce. don't say who you think is going to win but just tell me about some of these performances in here
2: okay um so Yalitza Aparicio is fabulous i think in roma she carries so much just with her expressions mm. um with just a look i really didn't think she signified so much i don't think she will win but i think she deserves the nomination i've heard incredible things about Glenn Close for the wife. I think she actually might pip it. Olivia Coleman is absolutely fabulous. And everyone, well, almost everyone I think in England literally loves her. Like you said earlier, Len, um, she's well loved for so many performances she's put in in England. To see her like this, it's not completely different a performance for her, but it's just, it's outlandish and it's emotional and it's funny and it's pathetic and it's spoiled. And she just covers so much. And I, I just love her like everyone else does. I'd love her to win. Um, I mean,
0: I've just rewatched Peep Show through, from so from, from seasons the one to, from season one to nine. But when she starts <laughs> out, when she starts out in Peep Show, which is a, a comedy show in England, and anyone listening in America, if you haven't seen Peep Show, you please sucky. do watch it. It's brilliant. Uh, she's. I don't think she's... I think she's so amateurish in that programme. I mean, it's an amateur sort of comedy.
3: But that's part of her charm, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, but she's
0: bad. Like, honestly, I just rewatched no. it. At times, she's bad. By the time you get to season nine, she's great. And that's obviously when she was just starting to do things like Broadchurch. Yeah. And she was really she's broadening her horizons. The well. night manager. And, Amazing. And just to see her come from, like, a small-time comedy actress to being nominated for an Oscar... She used to be in those crazy. adverts. ...is It's crazy. It's crazy.
2: Do You guys remember? It's like Bev, 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 exactly. People, what listening from the US are going to be like? Has she had an aneurysm? No, it's just it's a funny like shitty advert that used to be on, and now you look back and you're like, oh, she's nominated for an Oscar.
0: It's crazy.
2: The thing for me about Olivia Colman, and um, you know, this
3: is an amazing series of uh, best actress nominations. They are all fantastic in their own ways very differently and um but Olivia Colman if you've have you seen her BAFTA acceptance speech yes, yes. she's just she's so fucking baffled by the fact that she's won best
2: actress and i love that because she's so humble and british about she's it she's so british and i think that might feed into in her winning because well, people yeah. are like oh she's so literally bumbly, like the Hugh Grant yeah
4: i uh, i have thoughts um so uh what's her name Yalitza Aparico
0: Aprigio yeah Apericio. is that her name
4: yeah. a preacher. Um that I, I, I don't get I don't get that. I, I don't get that nomination. I really don't. Um but look, if Melissa McCarthy can get an Oscar nomination, fucking hell, maybe anyone can. <laughs> um I uh <coughs> I can't stand her, to be honest. she's like I don't know, she's like a James Corden or something like that where Wash your a- mouth anything out. she does. I, I just, cheat. I, I just I hate her. I hate her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But look, you know, fair play. You've got yourself a little nom. You're not going to win any awards. Don't be silly. She got herself <laughs> a little
0: um, Hey, John, as you said yourself, if Dwayne The Rock Johnson's going to be winning him in a, cu- in a couple what of years' time, be? and I love that The Rock, true, she's yeah. got a chance. I love Scorpion
3: the Rock. King, brilliant film. Oscar yeah. worthy. I
4: think
0: Dwayne Johnson's
4: got more chance of winning leading actress than Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Um uh, so unfortunately um I haven't seen Glenn Close's performance um but she is a legend uh and the consensus is that she's going to absolutely walk it I would love to see Olivia Colman win it I really would um not because of the british thing um but mainly because of the british thing <laughs> so I don't think she will um fair play to lady Gargath getting a nomination and again like my, my criticisms of her are not the performance it's the writing of the character mm. yeah um so yeah uh, like I, I would love to have an opinion about glenn close's performance i haven't seen the film um but as i say it seems like she's gonna win it but who knows nice
0: well let's go around and say what we think is gonna win i'm gonna go for olivia coleman with the favorite emma
3: I want Olivia, but I'm with John here that uh, Glenn Close has never won an Oscar, and she's an amazing actress. I what? think she's never won one. Fuck. Uh, yeah. So John? I think I think Glenn Close is going.
4: John, uh, it's going to be it's going to be close. Oh. Um,
0: is it going to be Glenn Close? Th- yeah. So and that's and that's the end. Uh, gas. Olivia Coleman and Lucy.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be Glenn Close as well.
0: Let's move on to, actually, I think a very interesting category, and that is that of supporting mm. actor and actresses. Let's go on first to the actor category, supporting actor. You've got Maharsha Ali, you've got Adam Driver, Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant and Sam Rockwell. Mm. I think this category is actually up for grabs. For yeah, too so fucking tough man. I, I think this is tough. Now, Sam Elliott in A Star Is Born... Really got me. Yep. He really got me. He's gravelly. He is the epitome of gravel.
2: He can reminds I, me of Pangborn.
3: That's he, why yeah, you it, love him. Very yeah. much like Shea of
0: Pangborn in Castle Rock. But if you haven't I, seen that show, do go I watch it. Can
3: I take us back to last year's Oscars podcast when we watched uh, three billboards outside <gasps> of Missouri, Ebbing, Missouri? Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sam Rockwell's performance as the nominee for supporting actor again. And again in this film... Fucking, we're talking expect- about Sam
2: Elliott, not accurate. Sam Rockwell. No, I'm moving
3: on to oh, Rockwell. Okay. So, if we're talking about these people <laughs> that are nominated for this role, yeah, Sam Rockwell again, mm. amazing performance. Yeah, the thing I about
0: Sam Rockwell so. is he has no? already got an Oscar. So, the you in- mean you can't have another no, one? No, very true. However, Sam Rockwell, he's got two, hasn't he? He's got two. So, I'm just, I think it's, yeah, I think it's. Sam Elliott's time. I just have a feeling he might claw this one. Now that performance in *The Star Is Born*, I don't think he was utilized enough because mm-hmm. I think if they were watching the dailies when they were recording that film and they were watching his performance, they'd be like, "How do we get him in the film more?" Because he's kind of snatched away in the middle and he doesn't come back his, for his for, last to a resolution scene with oh, Bradley Cooper. That last look that he gives is
2: pretty, pretty heartrending. Sp- oh and, god! Um, I would, I would love for Sam he's Elliott to win. I think. Adam Driver, I don't know if anyone else watched the BAFTAs. The reaction yeah. he got yeah. was in. I was like, fuck me, he's popular.
0: He's very popular.
2: I mean, rightly so, he's a very good actor. I mean, he's a um, fucking hero. He didn't win, right he didn't even win, so. He's I a don't... Sith, so. Yeah, so, he is a uh, Sith. Um, Doesn't mean you can't love him. I have a feeling that he will win. Um, Maharshala is amazing, obviously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Rich D. Grant has been a joy. I don't know if anyone else follows him on Twitter. I his just little escapades. Love him. He is the happiest man to be involved, which is lovely. Sam Rockwell, I think, it was a good impression of um George W. Bush. Mm. Wasn't anything out of the ordinary for me. Wasn't that impressed. Sam Elliott, as we've covered, heart rending, um, very masculine performance, and said a lot with few words.
0: That's true. And 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 John, I know uh, you liked Greenbrook as one of your favourite films, and Maharashtra Ali in that film portrayed a very I think a tough character to portray someone Mm. really conflicted and even a line in that film is that he felt like he didn't really belong to any sort of group you know what do you think of his performance
4: I think I think I might be missing something here um but you can't possibly think that he's he's not going to win this this award yeah but I, I there's there's no way he doesn't win this award like Every award show that there's been, he's won best supporting actor. Yeah, like he's there's no way he's not winning this award.
0: Yeah,
4: no way. Like the the closest to him in terms of odds um, is like eleven or twelve to one. Like he he's a stick on to yeah. win this award. Yeah, so uh, like we can debate it until the cows come home, but. Oh, they, they are. Like Adam Driver Adam Driver and Sam Rockwell, they there's no point in them even turning up to the Oscars. Um, <laughs> Sam Elliott Sa- Sam Elliott, I I I I really Sam Elliott's performance um genuinely touched me. Yeah. Um but unfortunately or well no, not unfortunately. You know, he he's getting some recognition. People are watching it and going, he was alright, that old fella. Um it's it's gonna be Masharala. all the way man
0: and I you know I've just been recently watching True Detective season 3 and to compare his character played by Masharasha Ali uh, in that and compare that to the character in Green Book is amazing. Like this this guy... And Lucy, you said something very interesting in our WhatsApp group, that he is just striking.
2: He is amazing to look at mm. and not in a light, oh my God, look at yeah. me so fit. Yeah. His face is extraordinary. It's extraordinary. It's <laughs> hypnotic, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not of- sure. Honestly, I think he might be like a god of some I, sort.
0: I promise you, watch True Detective season three and then talk to me about his yeah. face because he... Says so much by not saying anything, and his acting in that se- in this season of True Detective is brilliant.
2: He's such a gifted actor. I mean, in Moonlight, obviously he won. Oh um, yeah. he won this award. Was it last year or the year before? I think uh, it, was last year, it was two years ago. Two years ago. He's an exceptional actor, and he did a lot with this role. And I obviously we've mentioned both actors. I think did a lot with the, their roles, which could have been like quite a corny film turned it yes. into something more. Um, and if, should he win, yeah. John, you think it's <clears> nailed on? I'd be more than happy because I think it. Even though his posture, he, the way he held himself, it showed you something about the character, and I was I was so impressed with his. And I just want yeah. to see every film he's in yeah. now. Basically, yeah.
0: agreed. So let's go around the room. For me, I'm gonna agree with John. I want I want Sam Elliott to win, but I do believe it's gonna go to our boy Ali for Green Book. Emma,
3: I'm going rogue. Richard Lee Grant.
0: Wow, that is rogue. That is so rogue. I can't even Super describe rogue. it. John. It's going to be uh, our boy Ali,
4: yeah. as, uh, as he's been coined in this called. podcast, and loose.
2: <laughs> I think it's going to be closer than John thinks, but I think you're right in that it is going to probably be. We Maheshare don't see the numbers,
1: Ali. but let's. Uh... <laughs>
2: I'll wait till I win.
1: Gaz, uh, Mahashar Ali.
0: Let's move on to Best Supporting Actress and they are as follows. The nominations, here they come. Amy Adams in Vice, Marina de Tavira in Roma, Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone in The Favourite, Rachel Weisz in The Favourite. I'm going to kick this one off with a couple of thoughts because I, I like to do that. I've seen If Beale Street Could Talk and I love Regina King. Mm. I absolutely love Regina King. She's in. I've seen her in so many things I was like, this is phenomenal performances all around. And she is great in If Beale Street Could Talk.
3: I thought you were going to be like, she's in great
0: shape. Oh, she's in great shape. She's just a great actress in she's general. She's
3: fabulous, though. She, she some really, really good, but, but slightly more kind of... Mainstream. N- well, I was going to say non-mainstream.
2: Non, I know, like, I know her from things. like more mainstream stuff, to be fair, which doesn't detract from her I think she's amazing she as well I really brilliant. want to see this film and you I'm not. I'm annoyed I haven't I've, seen it
3: well maybe we I've could do it Vice. post-Valentine's yeah. Uh, yeah. trip but I've heard really great things about Regina King and I want to see her in more stuff and, and I, I'm really pleased she's been yes, nominated so for I. Best Supporting and
0: I, and I have to say I, you know I didn't see Vice it's one that I didn't see uh, in terms uh-huh. of Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz, I think this is a shootout between the two of them.
2: Absolutely. Is, because who do you think is better in that film? And, and the well,
0: thing is... Weisz, that, the jackets. <laughs> you Come
2: love her jackets. Her jackets, look at her. She's
3: the, whole,
0: the whole Done. premise of so The Favourite, for anyone who hasn't seen it, is these two uh, women competing against each other to be With... in the upper echelons of British society. They're vying mm. for
3: the attentions of, of Queen the Anne. Queen,
0: of Queen Anne. Queen Anne, and,
3: who uh, was a... Uh, what we would call a... Uh, Gouty old lady. Gouty old uh, single lady. Queen. She wasn't actually single, I googled it. Well, no, she wasn't, but she did lose a lot of children, which is... 17. Rabbits. Oh, yes. Fucking heartbreaking, isn't uh, it? Um, but, uh, to be fair, if Olivia Colman is, is in the running for Best Actress, that film revolves around three fabulous fucking female actors. Mm. They are... I'm going to use it. <laughs> spectacular.
0: John... Which one do you think should win out, of Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz? You saw the film. You love the film. Performance-wise,
4: yeah, uh, Rachel Weisz should should win. Um, yeah, I'm a bit baffled with the Amy Adams thing. Me too. Oh, I, can't, John. I can't even remember her in it.
2: I thought she was good, but it's not a supporting actress nomination. It's again, right? like, oh, she was good. Christian Bale's good. Are they ever very... not good? That it's not. Just being in a film doesn't mean you should get an Oscar nomination, which Christian Bale apparently. Yeah. They don't agree with that. Well, Christian Bale doesn't. And Amy Adams a lot of has things. never won an Oscar, and if she won it for this fucking performance, that would be the real travesty.
4: <laughs> travesty. But, but hold on, how, how much, um, how much weight did Amy Adams put on for this? Yeah, good uh, question. Probably a fair amount. Good question. Two
3: and a half pounds.
0: Good question, there, John.
3: It's about the size of my little finger. So, who do we think is going to win? Yeah. yeah,
0: let's go on to who we think is going to win Best Supporting yeah. Actress. I'm going to kick this off. I think I think it's a straight shootout between Stone and Vice. And I'm going to go for Vice because Emma Stone won Best Actress a couple of years ago. I think Rachel Ooh. Vice is going to win Best Supporting Actress this year. Emma?
3: Uh, Rachel Vice, spot on. That jacket was glorious.
0: It, she did look good in that jacket. John? I'm going to flip the script here.
4: I'm going to go Regina King. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Guys, I hope you take a note of this. I'm going
0: for Vice. Gaz? I'm going to go Rachel Vice. Well, there you go. That's our prediction on that. (laughs) We're going to move on to the sort of little bonus (sighs) category and then we're going to finish on Best Director. But before that is Best Cinematography, which is the way that the film looks, the way that the the director of photography makes the film look. The the most stylistic decisions with the film is all based in this category. I think it's a very interesting selection this year. We have The Favourite. Never Look Away, which, unfortunately, I don't think any of us have seen, so no. we can't really comment. Roma, A Star is Born, or Cold War, which I don't think we've seen either.
2: No, no. It, wasn't, it was nominated for lots of things at the BAFTAs, but yes, I hadn't correct. heard of it I then. think,
0: yeah, I think it slipped under our radar the slightly. Polish so film. we are slightly skewed with our decision-making. But, John, what do you think was the best-looking film that you saw in this category?
4: I mean, it's going it's to be Roma, isn't it? Like, again, the, the story is dull, um, but Gareth is spot-on when he says that uh and as i've said like the, the framing of some of the shots in in that film uh is excellent um i i don't really know understand why it has to be black and white to be honest but um in terms of the way in which it's shot the way it looks um i think that plays a big part in the fact that it's been nominated i think if it was a different director um and it was uh and it was in color then I don't think it would be getting the recognition that it does. Um, It's been shot very well, so I'd have to go with that.
0: I I think that's a very good shot. I think The Favourite really surprised me with the way in which it looked, the way in which it was presented. There are a couple of scenes in The Favourite which I just think are so bizarre and the way they're shot you know the racing of the ducks
2: dancing the dance scene, uh, the dance scene
0: which was amazing also the throwing of like these vegetables at a very john mccann looking like character <laughs> who was naked and sort of sprayed out on a wall john
2: mccordon john-
0: <laughs> i i i genuinely uh love the way that the favorite looked and if it wasn't for Roma, that would be getting my vote. But for me, I'm going to kick it off uh, Roma for Best Cinematography. Emma?
3: Um, I'm inclined to agree with you, but I'm not going to, Len. Um, I'm going to go for Robbie Ryan for The Favourite.
0: Well, doesn't okay. make any sense. Okay, you're right. Okay, John?
4: Uh, Roma, yeah. And Lucy? Yeah. How many um, times I have to give the same answer?
2: I agree with you, Len, about The Favourite. I thought it was beautifully shot. I would like that to win, but it will be Roma.
0: Gaz? Uh, I'm going to go with Roma. And now finally... Best director, which I think is arguably the the gong to take home, in my opinion. It's either that or best actor or best picture. But I like the best director category. For me, that's one of the most important <laughs> ones of the night. And let's listen to the nominees. We have Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favourite, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Adam McKay for Vice, and Pavel Pavlovsky for Cold War. And I think Pavel has snuck in there because we haven't seen that. And I'm going to make a concerted effort to go and watch that after this podcast. Yeah, just another black
2: and white foreign film.
0: Well, lovely. I'm going to really enjoy it. and John And John will hate it. I'm going to say that the fact that this is Spike Lee's first nomination is kind of crazy. I know, John, you were talking about the way he portrays certain white characters um, in his films earlier. But I think... For a director to be that well-known and have, you know, pedigree in Hollywood for such a long time, to not have a nomination until now is quite shocking, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously... Well, no, because he's overrated. The Academy probably share the same views of John, that he doesn't treat his white characters fairly. Maybe. Maybe,
0: maybe that was the case in previous years, but he's got a nomination this year. I I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he's going to win. but, but I do think... think
3: it's a big deal that he's been nominated, and Definitely I think not. that's important.
0: It's important. Uh, I think it's important for him. I think it's, it's, it's deserved for 110%. I mean, I think Black Klansman is actually a, a very interesting...
3: I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's interesting. <laughs> I think
0: it's a very Fucking interesting way him. of looking at the subject matter. Are we pretty confident that this is a shootout between Alfonso and Yorgos? I
2: think it's not. A, I, don't I don't think know. it's no, a shoot shootout. Out. I think it's, it's just Alfonso. Yeah. It's Alfonso. Alfonso, straight up.
0: I mean, he is a very, very amazing director. And he directed
2: the uh, third Harry Potter.
0: He did. Uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban.
2: That's commonly really known as, as the, best the best Harry Potter. <laughs> the best Harry Potter. Correct. I think he's a shoo-in man, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think there's any shooting. No. I think he's just going to have already shot everyone dead and then walk onto the stage and win Best Director. Let's hope he doesn't actually do that. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Again, I would he like it to be Yorgos because I just I love the favorite so much. But So good.
0: Right, so let's name our choices for Best Director. I'm going for Alfonso for Roma. Emma?
2: Alfonso Roma.
3: John? Uh,
0: It's going to
4: be Alfonso. I mean, the film is all about his experience as a a child living with a nanny. Yeah. Um, It's uh, it's a film about his own personal experience. It's definitely um, from the heart. You can see that in how meticulous he is with the shooting of the film. There's not a
0: chance he doesn't win Best Director. Very, very good analysis. And Lucy?
2: Yes, Alfonso will win.
0: Gaz? Alfonso Cuaron. Lovely stuff. And that brings to close the 2019 Fan Critical Academy Awards prediction show, which has uh, been filled with lots of strong opinions, especially about things like uh, Black Panther and Roma, certain nominations and the way that the Oscars has certainly mm, gone down in our, you know, critical uh, acclaim over the years, at least uh, in terms of the way that it's nominating some some absolutely insane choices at the moment. So that brings a close. The 2019 Fan Critical Academy Awards Prediction Show. And I thank you for joining us for our predictions on the Oscars. If you haven't seen any of those films and we slightly spoiled hey. them, I am very, very sorry. However, do go watch them. You've still got like two weeks before the ceremony. I think it's two weeks on Sunday. And I think it's going to be a very interesting one. Who will win out of the fan critical crew and who will win out of the listeners they'll probably beat us to be honest with you because most of the time we're we're pretty useless but we do have some interesting things coming up in the near future we are continuing our walking dead coverage season nine of that just started again i am unavailable for the next two weeks john and emma will be taking you through that one so let's see how Let's see how that goes. Yeah, John is very excited already. We have Captain Marvel coming out in the next two weeks' time and we are all extremely excited Earth. about the first female-led Marvel film. Right, guys? Yay! Woo. Don't sound don't sound too excited. Yay! So. Women! Very, very good. And that is it from us today. I want to thank you all for listening to us and let's see who wins in two weeks' time. Goodbye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah!